0: This is the She is Wise and Woo podcast with Ellie and Erin, bringing actionable tools and tips every week for busy women looking to live a more purposeful life. Join us as we share practical ways to support your wellness so that you can know yourself better, like yourself more, and trust yourself fully. Hello and welcome to an episode of She is Wise and Woo. Today we thought we would dive into the new moon in Scorpio because it is literally happening around about now-ish when you should be listening to this. What is the exact date of the new moon in Scorpio? I think it's the 4th of November if I remember rightly. No, I think it's the 25th of October. Oh, okay. There you go. See, I'm completely out. That must have been the, (laughs) I tell you what, the 4th of November is when Taurus comes into the full moon. So ignore that. The end of October is what we're thinking about. (laughs) Now, I'm a big fan of Scorpio new moons, mainly because I am a Scorpio sun and a Scorpio rising. So this is, um, I'm really excited to share with my friends and family what an intense time it's going to be. So um, that's going to be great. But before we dive in... (laughs) (laughs) exactly but before Hmm. we dive into exactly what this moon means Erin what's like can you just share a little bit about what a new moon is all about and why it's a really cool energy to use yeah I mean the new moon is a really really great time of
1: the month because it is um it's new that's exactly what the energy is all about so when we're talking about new moon energy we're talking about like setting intentions for what we want for the next lunation cycle which is you know that 28 29 day period of time um it's about being still and just kind of allowing um allowing ourselves to be in gratitude a little bit and just kind of looking at like you know where we've where we've come from and where we would like to go and and planting seeds around that stuff um connecting with our intuition so the new moon it's a really dark time there is no moon light So it is an opportunity to kind of go within and connect with your intuition and see what's coming up and and that sort of stuff. And just really just have a a moment of pause, just breathe and allow allow whatever is coming forward for you to be the guide around what you're moving into and what you need to sort of give energy to. So it's a really Mm. cool time, I think.
0: Yeah, I really enjoy it actually. And I've only been probably following the moon cycles kind of, you know actually doing the work each time for the last 12 months and i've really noticed how much i love the new moon energy that that opportunity for fresh beginnings it's kind of like every month you get a reset and i think when you're not following the cycles it often feels like you kind of just keep going into this sort of that there doesn't seem like there's a start or a beginning quite so much whereas this actually really gives you an opportunity to kind of draw a line in the sand and say right new moon New start, new month, and it's just yeah, it's an energy that I think is really beautiful when you start to acknowledge it and and welcome it into into your everyday life. That chance to just really check in with where you're at as well. I think we we all have these goals and objectives, and then life kind of happens, and we forget that we actually have to do stuff around them or we almost forget what they are and then suddenly it's you know six months has gone past and it's like oh golly i really planned to do that and where have i got with it whereas if you start to acknowledge the moons the the lunar cycle and the new moon it really does every every month give you that chance to just check in with what you want to be achieving it makes everything a lot more intentional and certainly in manifestation but just generally in life even if you don't want to go all the way down that route when we are more intentional with our behaviors and our energy things do tend to work out better for us i i I really do believe that so it's kind of like the first step to being able to bring that that real manifestation into into life starting to acknowledge the the moon cycle what's changed for you since you've started acknowledging the the lunar cycle
1: i think just my understanding of how i operate Actually, has changed quite a lot, uh, in and really uh, taking note of what's happening with the lunar cycle and the moon. Um, and it' uh, interesting that you touched on manifestation a little bit, because a lot of people use the moon energy for manifestation. But one of the common mistakes around that is that um, we tend to think that when we when we plant a seed of intention with the new moon, that we only have a month. Within which to make that thing happen. And actually, it's entirely possible to set an intention that we know is going to take 12 months or 18 months or even, you know, two years to come to fruition fully. Because the point is that by setting the intention, we're choosing the path that we're going to walk down from that moment. And so every month we have an opportunity to realign and course correct or to go. You know, double down on where we're at and where we're going, and and keep going forward. Um, and for me personally, that's been a really important process to go through because I've I've definitely found myself being more intentional throughout the month. But also, um, you know, I I freely admit I'm not a finisher. Um, I I start a lot of things. Um, I put a lot of energy into a lot of things. I'm not particularly good at completion. Um, But the new moon allows me permission to um, complete something without having to finish the thing. Mm -hmm. And, and I think for people like me, that's really important. So, you know, I, you know, there are particular types of signs, you know, we talk about cardinal muted and fixed signs. And um, I think for people like me, who um, are in that space of starting things, but not finishing them, um, being able to go through that sense of completion every month and renew and refresh um, is really, really important because it does allow us – well, we don't – I don't think we – I don't hold myself as um, as responsible, I guess, for it, and I don't see it as failure the way that I used to um, when I, you know, used to admonish myself for not finishing things. Um, now I see it much more as I've completed that cycle of this thing but it's, you know, now I'm going to re- put energy into a new cycle towards that thing. Um, mm. And so I think that's probably been the biggest shift You get shift to start it me. lots more times
0: than if you yeah. just didn't. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I think, again, so once you sort of start to understand the, the new moon side of things, then you can start to throw in the energy of the particular um, sign that it's in. So as we said earlier, we're just going into the new moon in Scorpio, which Um, is a time that is potentially going to bring up some intense feelings. Scorpios are water signs they are very emotional and they also have quite a dark depth to them there's always this sort of um they're always got, i always feel they're kind of seen as like one of the darker signs of the zodiac they've got this real sort of shadowy part to them and a lot of the time we've been taught that the shadow is bad and that it's it's the, the bad part of us the bit that we want to keep hidden and Anyone who listens to us regularly knows that we're really trying to break down that good and bad type of wording around feelings, emotions, behaviours. They they simply are. But the shadow really describes those pieces that we have been taught to hide. And often they can even be good things about us. So this particular um, new moon is a real opportunity to actually check in with what parts of yourself are you perhaps hiding away, keeping, um, keeping away from the the um you know what's actually going on and it's about being able to understand the transformation that is possible so when we can start to really explore the transformation that's available when we are able to see our whole selves so actually welcome in that shadow side welcome in the um the the sort of the intense feelings that perhaps generally feel a little bit uncomfortable so that we can't we, we try to avoid it you know we've all been taught not to be emotional and to not show these things so we squish them down this is a time to actually just let it come forward don't be afraid of what's going to come forward whatever it is you can cope with it we will only ever be given what we can deal with and often that's a lot more than we actually believe but it really is an amazing opportunity to identify what are the areas that that you can potentially change what what else can the scorpio new moon bring forward erin well i think um it's important when we're
1: thinking about um, the the different signs to also think about their planetary rulers, and um, what's interesting about Scorpio is that in ancient times Scorpio was ruled by Mars. Um, it's now ruled by Pluto, so or it's a, a co-ruler, if if you like. And so um, Pluto really describes exactly what you're talking about with Scorpio with that home, like kind of mysterious shadowy, um, very feminine kind of energy. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's very much about observing. Um, so paying attention to what's coming up for you, paying attention to your intuition and your emotions, because it's obviously a deeply emotional, um, sort of a state, it's also quite secretive Pluto. Um, So again, that kind of sits with that shadowy concept of like, it's, it's behind the darkness and you don't necessarily know. But the, the interesting thing for me is that when you think about Pluto, it is very feminine in its energy and Mars is like the polar opposite, which I think is why Scorpio is such a, um, such an emotional kind of sign is because it's pushing and pulling all the time between these massive swings and energy um, so Mars as a, as a ruler is very intense. Mars is a very masculine, um, action oriented planet. Um, I think Mars also rules Aries if I'm, if I'm right. And, um, it's very much like it's, it's almost aggressive in its energy. It's dominant. It wants to control everything. And so when we're in Scorpio, um, it's a really intense kind of an, uh, an energy to be in. Um, it can be slow to forgive. It can be really competitive, Um, so the, the energy that we're in at the moment or that we're heading into with this new moon is very much that intense energy of, um, yeah, like the, the shadow stuff that might come up is the stuff where like, we might be competing with people. Um, we might be triggered by what's happening for others around us and, and feel, you know, go into that wounded space of being all jealous or sullen or grumpy about things that are happening for other people that aren't happening for us or, or whatever, um, and so it's a really interesting sort of an energy to be in because, you know, I do, um, I, I do see that, that shadowy, um, really sort of deep emotional stuff in the Scorpios in my life. And I have a lot of Scorpios in my life, lucky me. And, uh, so, you know, the new moon and Scorpio is an opportunity to really embrace that energy of just like I said earlier, being still and just allowing all of that stuff to come up and asking, like, what what is it telling me, and what is it going to serve me with as I go into the intention that I'm that I'm setting right now.
0: So, how can we use? Like, are there any specific rituals that we can use at this time to to really help? I think it would be great to to share with the listeners something that they can actually do with the energy because yeah. often we and we go, oh, that's great, but now what do I do with it? So I know that you've got something that that you'd like to share.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's lots of different new moon rituals that you can do, and, you know, if you Google new moon ritual, you'll find a whole pile of different things um, from oracle cards to, you know, journaling prompts and all of that sort of stuff. Um, For the new moon in Scorpio specifically, um, like I said, it's that shadowy um, being triggered kind of energy. And so one of the things that you can use is what we call an envy list. Um, and and what that is really is looking at like, what are the things that make me feel envy? What are the things that make me jealous? Um, and noticing those things. And they don't have to be specifically um, recent. Like it could be things that you remember from when you were younger. It could be things that you've, you know, had happened through your life. And really just go through and make a list of all of the things that have ever made you jealous. Um, so, you know, but pay specific attention to the ones that are are recent and happening now. Um, and then from that go a bit deeper into them. So if for example, someone's bought a new car and that makes you jealous, is that about you wanting a new car is that about being ostentatious with money? Is like what is it that is um, sort of driving that behaviour that's coming up or that woundedness that's coming up for you? What's the root of it? Um, and then the last part of the process is to then go through and say, okay, so what step can I take towards that desire? So it's like there's the the envy trigger, and then there's the hidden desire behind it, and then there's the the stated, you know, first step towards the desire. And so that's what we're doing is setting intentions around those things that are coming up for us. And that's the perfect energy is the new moon to do that. Awesome.
0: And I think in terms of journaling, you you touched on that. I mean, as we know, I'm a big fan of the, the journaling. So a couple of questions that you can stick in your journal and just write around is what do I want to change about myself? And that is a big big question when you actually really dive into it and it really encourages you to explore those shadowy sides so that jealousy that envy and again we've been told that these are bad things that you shouldn't be jealous you shouldn't be envious well, what if they're just an opportunity for you to really know what you do want? If we can frame it like that, we can actually start to use it in a really positive way rather than getting caught up with it. Oh, well, I shouldn't feel like that. That makes me a bad person and yada, yada, all the other stories we then tell ourselves. The other thing, the other question to to use is what can I heal that's in my control? So it's remembering that actually we can't control anybody else in the world, unfortunately, as much as I've spent much of my life trying to do that. I am now just about giving up to the fact that I can't control anybody else so it's actually what can you control what can you control about the way you show up the way you spend your energy the way you think about yourself the way you think about situations that's all within your control and this new moon is a really good time to set some intentions around that and to really use that as a as a force to move forward because once we learn that we can control our own thoughts and we have we have the control over us it opens so many doors and opportunities um, in order for us to live the life that we actually really want. So mm. hopefully today has been an interesting little chat. We're, we're trying to be more intentional about providing information that will help um, our listeners to be able to access some of these amazing energies that are available, learn some new tricks and tips on how to, yeah, practically apply the stuff that we've talked about in the past. So we would love your thoughts. Has this been helpful? Let us know what your um, envy list looked like. Um, We'll we'll have to have a think about ours and share ours somewhere. But it's a really good opportunity to step into that space of being able to just be really aware of where you want to be and what you can do to change that. Any last thoughts before we wrap up, Erin? No, I think the only thing um, that I want
1: to add is if you're looking for a resource around that jealousy and envy stuff, um, Julia Cameron, who wrote The Artist's Way, talks about it a lot in that book um, about what jealousy can serve us with and how it can teach us as we, um, as we create the life that we want. And uh, it was certainly the first place that I came across jealousy being something that was positive and constructive. And uh, so, you know, if that's something that you need to reframe for yourself, if you've always seen it as a bad thing, um, and I use air quotes when I talk about that, um, then I, I encourage you to to pick up that book and just have a look at how it's framed because it does it doesn't need to be seen as a negative it's definitely something that serves us and serves us really well um but it requires us to be a little bit brave about uh digging into some of the stuff that's underneath it and uh so yeah that's that's the last tip
0: awesome thanks for listening to she is wise and woo If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share, like and review. And don't forget to subscribe. For more info about what we do, visit our website, awakeningthewisewoman.com and check out the show notes for all our links to our socials.